Hey, Nacho. Hey, Sophie D. Ooh. Happy December. Yay. Do you know how excited I am for December? How excited are you? So excited. (laughs) I love Christmas music. Aw. When did you start playing it? Were you a November 1st Christmas music type of gal? Like mid-November. Oh. (laughs) Actually, so I tried to play it around then and it's like, this doesn't feel right. Like I just, because I like my Mariah Carey. Tried yeah. to play some, listen to All I Want for Christmas is You a few times. And then I was like, mm, it's still a little premature. I get that. So now I can I can rightfully blast it. Because <laughs> I think that... she's fully defrosted. Yeah. Like Michael Buble is on his way. <laughs> so I'm ready for all of that. Ready for songs much like The Mockingbird? Yes. Oh. Wow, that was very... Ooh. Those sing, right? Yeah, yeah, they sing, they sing. They do. So <laughs> season four, episode seven, Game of Thrones. The Mockingbird. So we start at King's Landing and Jamie is like basically giving Tyrion like a little like, oh, what's the word? Lecture about how he lost his composure during the trial. Mm -hmm. And Tyrion's like, well, dad wanted that deal anyway. You kind of just walked into it. So I'm glad I ruined it. So I guess he's not going to Castle Black. Mm, I don't think so. Trial by combat. And then Tyrion gets testy. He says that Jamie's the golden son who can kill a king and lose a hand and bang his sister and still be cool. And Jamie's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I'm the only one who likes you here. Calm down. And it's like, oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick so, and choose your battles. Maybe another time. He's in a very, um, I'd say, emotional space. Right oh, now, yeah, right? for sure. I mean, yeah. <laughs> the, the woman he was in love with just came out and was like, yeah, he sucks. <laughs> It's and been like, a tough time. Jamie's like, you fell in love with a whore again? Which makes me wonder if like Shay was a plant or if that was like for real. No, I think it was for real. I hope it was for real. I feel like Shay wouldn't play that game. Oh, yeah, right. You know? Oh. She's too strong for that. <laughs> and then I feel like they have a cute moment because Jamie says that he can't save Tyrion this time either, you know, because when he wanted to, uh, when, when Bronn came into his life, that's when Jamie the first time was going to save his life. Yeah. Because he isn't a good enough fighter with his left hand yet. And then Tyrion says that it'd be pretty sick to see Tywin's face if Jamie lost, though. <laughs> Both of his sons get killed. Because then, yeah, then what would happen to the family name? And then Jamie's like, he wants to laugh, but he knows he can't. But it was like yeah. a cute moment. He's like, that's funny, but like not funny. Yeah. Because like, what if I actually die? <laughs> yeah. That's not cool, bro. Yeah. <laughs> so then Tyrion says that he'll call on Bronn again and that he'll just be in Bronn's debt five ever. Yeah. But He's like, it's cool, whatever. Because they're, they're homies. They go back. Yeah. And so then, then he asks who Cersei is going to pick as her champion. Yeah. And who is it? <laughs> it's the mountain. <laughs> so they cut straight to the mountain coming into King's Landing and he's just like kind of already tearing people apart. Yeah. He's already killing people. So I didn't connect that that was him because Cersei says, hello, Sir Gregor. And I was like, who? That's his name. Gregor Clegane. I know, but like, Clegane. am I ever supposed to remember that? I can't say it. Clegane. Clegane. Speaking of Clegane's. He, okay, so (laughs) I have a bone to pick with this guy. Tell me. So we finally see what he looks like and he doesn't look like how he looked in like season one. So is this a different dude? Probably. This has to be a different dude. Maybe that's why I also didn't recognize him. Yeah. Because I feel like the dude looked smaller. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. You know what's funny though? Shenanigans. (laughs) He, that's the the guy who, um, when you go on the internet and see the the memes and other things, but he's the one that's like the Scandinavian guy who's the smallest of his three brothers. (laughs) And he's got the little itty bitty puppy. Yeah. Uh, I think that's that guy. (laughs) Dream man. (laughs) (laughs) But speaking of Clegane's, Mm -hmm. we cut to Arya and the Hound. Yes. And they've come across an abandoned barn. Yeah. Like a burnt down hut. Mm -hmm. And there's a guy bleeding out. Mm hmm. And I kind of like stopped paying attention because they started talking in riddles about like death. And I mm-hmm. was like, Ugh. I was like, yeah, I'm not paying attention to this. <laughs> yeah. More or less, they're just asking him why he's still alive. Like, why isn't he letting himself bleed out? And he's like, habit, I guess. I'm like, just... of living. And I was like, ah, wow. <laughs> Go out on a dad joke. I love that. Yeah, right. So they end up killing him. Yeah. So he doesn't sit there in pain until he dies. He has a metal moment, too. Well, actually, kind of metal. Arya comes back because he says that, you know, well, Arya says that nothing can be worse than this. And he's like, well, maybe nothing is worse than this. And then she's like, nothing isn't better or worse than anything. Nothing is just nothing. And then she stabs him. <laughs> and she's just like, 
How is she always doing that? She's racking up that body count, though. Yeah, she is. So then some guy ends up jumping onto the hound and, like, bites him in the neck, mm-hmm. which, like, okay, gross. <laughs> and he ends up breaking that dude's neck. And then another dude shows up and says there's, there's a bounty on the hound for killing Lannister sh- soldiers because at first they think that they're just there because he was like, F the king. Mm-hmm. But they're like, no, the king died. He's poisoned. And then... That was last week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys are so behind. And... We find out that that guy was one one of the guys who was one of the Night Watch prisoners mm-hmm. who threatened Arya way back in the day. So she learns his name and then kills him. She's continuing to stack I'm that so body happy count. for her. Yeah, <laughs> it's what she deserves. Yeah, she's earned it. <laughs> so then we cut to the wall. Two. Rangers are returning. Yeah, it's one ring, so it's friends. John is returning. Yes, because see, like for some reason, I had already forgotten that they were out. Yeah. I just was like, oh, yeah, they're all back together. They're friends. Because everything happens so quick. Yeah. It's like something happens and then they're back home and it's like, okay. (laughs) But then, so the annoying boss guy whose name I can't remember. Alistair Thorne. That guy. Immediately a dick to them. Yep. He's like, (laughs) yeah, congrats on coming back alive at the end because Ghost is with them. He's like, well, this is no place for animals, so lock him up. Excuse me. Yeah. Can we just take a minute? Yeah. (laughs) Can you just hold your horses for a bit? Like, they accomplished a lot. Yeah. But whatever. So then we find out that Mansa's army is closing in on Craster's Keep by the time they left. So Mansa's army is only 60 miles away. Just about. Awesome. So they'll be, they'll be there soon. Yeah. John <laughs> says he'll be here by the next full moon, which is a month or less because we don't know where we are in the cycle. Yeah. I, I hate <laughs> the timelines of this show. I really do. Uh, time is a construct and time is convenient. Yeah. So... John ends up telling the leaders of the Night's Watch that they need to seal the gate. And they're just like, no. Mm, and I'm like, I'm like, so they're like, oh, we've won every single war without sealing it. So like, we're fine. But I'm like, okay, so this is a pride thing. Plus, you don't like John. Yeah. So you're willing to kill all of you guys and be uh, a weak. What's the word? Just like a um, an avenue into the north because you don't like John. <laughs> yeah. They're like, we're not going to listen to you. Mm. Yeah. So... The builders are responsible for the tunnel. Mm-hmm. And Alistair asks the leader of those guys if he agrees with sealing the tunnel. And he hesitates. He does. So I feel like he wants to be like, yes. But he's like, he ends up saying no. And then like looks down. So I'm like, okay, so peer pressure. I was going to say that's 100% peer pressure. Yeah. Not cool. This guy Not safe. Yeah. No. Ugh, and then. So uh, I can't. Yeah. And then while we're hating on John, they're like, you and Sam can go walk the wall at night until the full moon. That's just salt on the wound. Yeah. <laughs> That's rude. You guys are on patrol duty. Yeah. <laughs> Get By over the way, it. I hate you. Yeah. He could have just said that. I hate you. Your ideas suck. You get to walk around at night. Bye. Your hair's too nice. Get <laughs> yeah. out of here. Hate you, pretty boy. <laughs> King's Landing. Yes. Tyrion Cell. And Bronn is there to see Tyrion. And he's got fancy new clothes. Yeah. Talk about a makeover. Yeah. Oh, and he has a cape. Yes. And he's engaged to, to someone Lawless named... Stokeworth. Which is like the worst name ever. Yeah. That's awful. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like this guy was like just throwing like pebbles at like letters. I was like, all right, that's a name. This one looks fun. This one looks fun. Yeah. <laughs> so then Tyrion's like, Lawless Stokeworth. Isn't she kind of dim? And then Bronn's like, if I wanted wits, I'd marry you. Which like feels <laughs> cute. That's like a them moment, right? <laughs> if you can't roast your boys, then who can you roast? Exactly. <laughs> but then so, okay, so this, it turns wild a little bit because Lalis is the younger sister of whoever, whatever her name is. And Bronn says that he knows that there is an older sister, but, you know, the older sister will not inherit Castle Stokeworth if she's dead. So I think he's going to like plot to kill her. Yeah, he's like, he basically is like, oh, I'm scheming. Yeah. Yeah. So Bronn ends up telling Tyrion about all this. And he basically is like trying to say like, I could be your champion and put my life on the line. Or I could marry this girl and get a castle and money. Yeah. (laughs) And Tyrion's like, but like, I can give you money. And he's like, you could give me money. But what if I die? Yeah. Or I could die. Yeah. I don't blame him. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. <laughs> and like, so Bron points out that the mountain is scary and big and scary fast and scary strong. And like, he's a maybe, freak. maybe I could wear him down, you know, because I can move around him a lot. But like, still, you know, if I hesitate, I'm dead. Yeah. So you're going to be like, so on top of it. Yeah. So he's like. You know, like, why should I risk it? And then Tyrion's like, 
because of friendship yeah because you're my friend Bron's like okay but when have you ever risked your life for me fair game that's fair but like it's also pretty selfish to just bluntly be like hey will you risk your life for me yeah on both sides uh and then of course Tyrion gets upset yeah they break up yeah it's a really sad breakup scene like they kind of like half break up yeah (laughs) it's a um if the fate calls for it we'll come back into each other's lives (laughs) (laughs) we'll dog ear this yeah so then so Bronn says that he's sorry that it had to be in this way and Tyrion's like shut up being an evil bastard is what i liked about you and then they shake hands really long so like i think Tyrion just wanted a hug <laughs> i don't think that Bronn would have let Men him don't hug, hug him. in this world <laughs> but i feel like they could have hugged in that moment yeah they wanted to yeah i feel like they should have yeah <laughs> cut to marine yes and dario was in daenerys's room with some flowers Oops, how'd he get there? Ooh, he's really trying to put it on her. He is. Yeah. So he's he says to her, like, he's only good at war and women and that there's only one woman he wants and she doesn't want him. And then he's like, so I'll go out and, like, kill anyone you want. <laughs> and she's like, kill this. Yeah. She's like, take off your clothes. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> he did. She it. wants him to slay that boy. <laughs> yep. I wanted you to say it. I didn't want to say it myself. <laughs> So he takes off his clothes and she literally looks at him like she wants to devour him. And she do. Yeah. And he has a great butt. <laughs> I didn't even look at that. Props to Dario. <laughs> I was trying to be respectful. Nope. Not me. <laughs> Not me. <laughs> <laughs> so then we cut to Melisandre. Yes. She's taking a bath tits out. Salise walks in. So like I guess knocking isn't a common courtesy. <laughs> no it's not. <laughs> so then Melisandre asks Salise to bring her a vial because she's in her whatever um potion lab taking a bath yeah and then they have this whole thing about um oh wait actually i'm lying because when she went to take the vial i was like oh you called it the essential oils <laughs> that's this she pours one in her bath and she's yep. like oh it feels so lavender fresh yeah i'm like that's how peppermint feels <laughs> <laughs> but then they get into this whole thing about how jokes are lies and how it isn't always bad and then melisandre goes over to her vials she just butt naked which confidence move i feel Honestly, like she's doing that on purpose to Celise. if my body was banging like that i'd walk around everywhere naked all the time at home not out in public <laughs> <laughs> wouldn't leave the house that way no of course i would still put clothes on <laughs> but so malisandra goes over to the vials and explains how they're all lies used to trick men into seeing the truth so like one creates black smoke one creates lust one creates whatever and whatever and Celise is a very much a stickler for rules because she's like you are lying <laughs> to me yeah <laughs> And Melisandre's like, yeah, it's fine. It's to help people see the truth. But lying. And Salisa's like, but you're lying. So she ends up like looking Melisandre up and down. And she repeats her words about it not being a sin if it's for the Lord of Light. Like referring to Stannis cheating on her with Melisandre. Crazy. And I'm like, she has to feel some type of way about this. And she's obviously repressing something. I'm like, she's going to blow up eventually. She's brainwashing herself. Yeah, she is going to lose it soon. And then, yeah, and Melisandre's even like, oh, pay no mind to that because it's just flesh and it needs what it needs. And I'm like, excuse me, I want you to say that when your man cheats on you. Yeah. Right? It's, it, are you going to say the same thing? <laughs> mm. I wouldn't. Mm, it's it's fine. He just, it's what he needs. I would have walked in and drowned her. Yeah. <laughs> Use some of those vials on her. And then him. <laughs> Drown them both. <laughs> and then this crazy ass Celise just accepts it. She's like, mm, you're right. Like, what? No. Uh, flesh is flesh, but still. <laughs> but yeah. That's my man. <laughs> Stannis that, sucks. He's the worst. I hate him. So anyway, so Celise is like, well, I'm here because like, I don't want to bring Shireen with us when we leave. But Stannis does. Yeah. And Melisandre's like, now nah, we need her. We're going to bring her. Yeah, she's like, that's cute, but she's coming. And she like makes a face. It's like, what are you trying to tell me what to do with my kid type of thing? Yeah. She's like, but I don't, I didn't want to bring her. Yeah. And then um, Melisandre is like, no, but. You know, when the time comes, the Lord will need Shireen. They're really going to bring her just to sacrifice her. Yeah. And Celise says at one point, my daughter has heretical tendencies, as you're aware. Um, No, she's a child who's curious about the world around her and wants to know and ask questions. And who is an actual prisoner. Yes. <laughs> because you're keeping her in a room. Maybe, she doesn't get yeah. to see anything. Maybe she doesn't want to be in there. Oh, they're the worst. That Ugh. family has to go. A plus parents. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Back to Marine. Dario Stride of Prides is way out of yep. Daenerys' There's room. There's no walk of shame there. Yeah. Runs right into Jorah. Yep. <laughs> Jorah knows what's up. 
He tells Jorah that she's in a good mood. <laughs> oh, I'm sure she is. <laughs> so then Jorah comes in and doesn't approve of the whole thing. And she's and says that he can't be trusted. And she's like, I know, but you know, it needs what it needs. Yeah. It's just flesh, you know? <laughs> <laughs> but then she's, she says that um, she's dealing with him by sending him back to Yunkai to take it back and kill every master there. <laughs> you okay? I can't stop giggling. <laughs> It's just flash. <laughs> but then they have a very cool conversation. I appreciated it a lot. Yeah. So it's Daenerys and Jorah. They're just kind of arguing like Jorah saying, you don't need to kill everybody. And Daenerys is like, mm, but they're gross slave owners. They all got to go. So yeah. then. And Jor- he ends up saying, he ends up explaining that like he ha- used to sell men into slavery and that if he had been executed, he wouldn't be there today to help Daenerys. And then she's like, oh, okay. And there were like tears in his eyes. And I was like, oh, <laughs> I actually feel bad for him. Yeah. So she decides that instead of killing all the masters, she's going to tell Dario that to tell the masters that they can either live in her world, her new world, or they can die in their old world. Yeah. And that's pretty baller. Yeah. She's like, hey, you remember that kid who's burying his dad? Yeah. Like, bring him. Yeah. Oh, go. yeah. He was going to be their ambassador. <laughs> yeah. Bring him along. <laughs> and then so Jorah goes to go catch Dario before he goes to slaughter everybody. Mm-hmm. And then she's like, no, wait, Jorah. Tell him that you changed my mind, not me. And then he's like, oh, me? Me? Oh? <laughs> it's my idea. <laughs> Ooh, okay. <laughs> Great. <laughs> so now we're in the mountains with the hound and Arya. Yeah. And he's like doing stitches on himself. And I'm like, uh. He, and- oh, yes. From his, his vampire bite wound. Yeah, and Arya's like, let me put some heat on it. So she grabs a torch and he freaks out. No fire. <laughs> no. So he's like, the whole time I've been with you, it's been nothing but trouble. Like, I better get money for you. And blah, blah, blah. This better be worth it. You've been nothing but trouble. So then he goes from like that to like sharing his story about his brother burning his face. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, like we heard this, but like <laughs> now we're getting it from the hounds and now it's like sadder. Yeah. Aww. Yeah, it's like they have a moment. Yeah, I'm like, oh. But then, like, so we said, been there, seen that. Yeah, <laughs> but, like, it's sadder getting the story from him yeah. versus, like, Baelish saying it in season one. <laughs> but essentially, his brother presses face into the fire because the mountain thought that he stole his toy. Yeah. What a psychopath. Honestly, the worst. Him and Joffrey gotta go. Good <laughs> so, thing Joffrey's out. Yeah. So one, one of the two. <laughs> We're down. Yeah. So now Arya says, well, like, at least let me wash out the wound and sew it up. So then he nods. And that's progress. Yeah. He's going to help let her, like, help him out. That's trust. They're bonding. Yay. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of bonding, we cut to Brienne and Pod. Ah! <laughs> my two favorites yeah and they stop at an inn and who's there uh hot pie that's Yay! his name right yes it okay is. <laughs> he's their server yeah brienne compliments the kidney pie and he starts going on and on about he, how he pulls up a seat yeah he doesn't just go on and he's on like, he so, sits down so get this <laughs> and they do not want to get this yeah brienne's like oh no <laughs> that's She's, how i feel when i'm like too nice to someone and mm-hmm. then they keep going on and i'm like oh no i get that <laughs> I feel that so much. <laughs> but then they finally get into why Brienne and Potter passing through. And she's like, I'm looking for Sansa Stark. And Hop, I was like, I've never seen or heard of her, but I heard the Starks are all traitors. And that's, you know, he goes on and about that. Yeah. So then. Um, Wait, to backtrack real quick. Mm-hmm. Just a nitty bitty bitty bit. He asks Brienne if she's a knight and like, doesn't make it weird that she's a woman. Yeah, that was cute. And he's like, you got, you remind me of a friend. <laughs> and I'm like, ah, that's so cute. <laughs> but it was a fun reminder when he said that the Starks are all traitors. It was a fun reminder that just because we know what the dealio is doesn't mean everybody else does. Yeah, but he gets like uncomfortable and he's yeah. like, I don't have any information for her. Yeah. For you. So then we cut back to being outside because they're prepping their horses to leave. And Podrick is like, maybe we shouldn't say that. We're he's like, you got to calm down. Yeah. <laughs> it shouldn't maybe be public knowledge because the Lannisters will get wind and then they'll come and kill us. Yeah. And we want to be alive. They're looking for her. Yeah. <laughs> but then Pod comes back out. Not Pod. Hot, Hot Pie, Pie comes back out. And he's like, well, I don't know about Sansa, but I do know Arya. Yeah. And... Brienne says no one has seen Arya since the execution, so she's been presumed dead. And Hot Pie's like, no, he, she's with the Hound. Like, yeah. he basically tells her, like, she's still alive. I've seen her, like, two weeks ago, which, again, yeah. what was what's the time here? Maybe yeah. it was two months, but it was <laughs> something very short. He was like, oh, we were at Harren Hall together and blah, blah, blah. 
So now Brienne and Podrick are the only ones with the knowledge that Arya is alive. And if Brienne's the one that brings them together, justice. That's Honestly, what I want. Yes. And then the cutest thing happens next. I know. He's it's like, like he, I want to throw up. It's so cute. He's like, when you find Arya, can you give her this? And he gives them a bread that looks so much like a nicer wolf. So he's like, cute. this one's better than the last one. So cute. Oh. <laughs> but that means that they have to find Arya within like five days or that bread is going bad. Yeah. Right. But Podrick using his brain because mm-hmm. they start discussing on like where Arya could be. He's like, oh, we should go to the Eerie because that's where her aunt is. So she might end up there. Yeah. What a genius. Yeah, he's so smart. And Brienne was just going to toss him aside. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, oh, maybe you are useful. <laughs> but I swear if Arya and Sansa don't reunite this season. I'm going to be really mad. I'm be furious. <laughs> so we got back to Tyrion. Yes. Oberyn is, vis- is visiting him now. Yeah. And he tells Tyrion about his meeting with Cersei and how it's obvious what her true intentions were. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I guess he can see right through. Yeah. So then this kind of gets a little sad. Sad. Because <laughs> he starts telling the story of when he first met Tyrion. Mm-hmm. And that he met Tyrion when he was a baby. Babe. Yeah. Like right after. I guess when like Tyrion had like fresh baby smell. Yeah. Yeah. And So um, that like three week window. Yeah. Like super, super early. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, like how big of an age gap do they have? <laughs> They're all the same age, I guess. I thought they were same all Same like, generation. I don't know. I guess so. But I mean, there has to be like large enough of a gap for Cersei to hate because he she's hated him since he was born. So I would say she had to be have to be like a little older than like single digits to like be able to hate him as much as she did to like understand that like her mom died Hmm. giving birth. Well, Jamie is 40. Yeah. And Tyrion is the youngest. Mm -hmm. So assuming that Cersei is also 40, possibly 41. Or for or thirty nine. Like I'd have to say, like there's probably like a ten year age gap between like her and Tyrion. I want to say there might only be like a five or six year, huh? Because like babies can learn how to hate too. That's true. Especially if like Tywin is raising you. Oh yeah, like they probably you know? like learned behavior. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's. Fair. I don't think it's that big of a gap, but we can ask. <laughs> but then yeah, so Oberyn is saying how they came to visit him when he was like, a, well, not him, but like they came to King's Landing when he was like a baby. And how there was these rumors that the new Lannister was a monster and had like red eyes and like five claws for arms. And he's telling this and Tyrion's just sitting there like, uh-huh, yeah, love that. Love hearing that about myself. Yeah. And then as Oberyn and his sister were there, they were obviously playing with Cersei and Jaime and they kept asking like let's see the monster can we go see the monster and Cersei's like oh my god no wait like he's making it dramatic <laughs> so then they finally go to see the monster and it's just like a regular little baby in the crib and then Tyrion's like <gasps> and he starts like tearing up yeah Auburn was like, was oh, like geez Auburn was like your head was a little big but like you just looked like a baby you were yeah there was nothing weird about you yeah he's like you weren't a monster Oh, no. The quote was, that's not a monster. That's the baby boy. And then Tyrion is like, <gasps> and then I was, <gasps> you know? Yeah. Like, oh. And then that's like, that's acting. Yeah, right. But then he says that, you know, he's, I'm all about justice. And Tyrion says that he's in the wrong place for justice. So then Oberyn's like, no, I'm in the perfect, perfect place. Perfect place. Yeah. So he's like, I'm going to be your champion. <laughs> yep. Everyone I want to die is here. So I'm going to start here. Yeah. So perfect. he's like, the mountain's going to fight for Cersei. So I'm going to fight the mountain. <laughs> So does that mean that the mountain is going to die or that Oberyn's going to die? I I was like, ooh. I know. I'm like, Oberyn, go. (laughs) (laughs) Go. (laughs) Back to the veil. Yeah. So Sansa's going for a walk in the snow and it's so pretty and she looks so happy. Because she probably hasn't seen snow in like two, three years. I think a year because Marcelo has gone for a year. So maybe two, two years. Maybe. Okay. Yeah. Let's assume a season's a year. Yeah. <laughs> That's what I always go off of. But then yeah. you never know because she's still only 14. Ugh, and she's been 14 for like three seasons. Yeah. <laughs> so she builds a snow castle. Super cute. Yep. And again, reminds us that she's a child. Yep. And it's also a perfect replica of Winterfell. <laughs> it's so cute. And then Robin comes out to ruin the moment. Your fave? <sighs> <laughs> but they actually before he ruins it they do have a cute moment like if you yeah. separate that robin is robin it would be like a cute cousin 
thing. Yeah, but then he sends some. Then he says some stuff that bothers me. Yeah, because he starts talking about like he doesn't understand stuff because he hasn't been out of the Erie, and the Erie is like up in the air and has yeah. the moon door and everything. So he doesn't understand that she lives on the ground. He does not get that. So no. he's like, "What?" So Robin ends up saying that when he's the Lord of the Erie, he can just send anyone who bothers him right through the moon door. Yep. And I'm like, does he just not realize that's killing people? Like, does he not have no concept of like? No, he death? doesn't. Like, he's 10 years old and is still sucking his mom's boobs. That's true. He's got, he's no reality is not a thing for him. Yeah. Like going outside in the snow is the farthest outside he can go. Yeah. <laughs> so at this part, both of them end up being children Yep. <laughs> because he accidentally knocks down a snow tower and Sansa freaks out on him. Cause he wants to put a moon door in Winterfell. So he just essentially punches one of the towers down. Really? Cause to me, it just looked like he pointed at it and he it like just, pointed too hard. Yeah. What, it's like, like he doesn't know what snow is. Yeah. Like he has no concept of like physical. spatial awareness. Yeah. Like it, he just did like a little kid, like, yeah, not realizing things thing. Yeah. So f- she freaked out on him. Yeah. She's and like, then you ruined it. Now I have to do it all over again. Yeah. And then he starts to freak out. Mm-hmm. And like eventually, like they start yelling at each other and he starts stomping on her snow castle mm. and she slaps him. She snapped. Yeah. And then he cries and runs away. Yep. <laughs> and Baelish conveniently comes out of nowhere. Yeah. And he's like, he's like, it's fine. He's needed a snack, smack in the face for a long time. Yeah. It's what Liza <laughs> should have done years ago. Yeah. Maybe Liza and Cersei are both related. Yep. But maybe. <laughs> so now Sansa's worried about like how Aunt Liza will react. Mm-hmm. And Baelish is like, don't worry about her. I got her. Yeah. Yeah. And then they chat about Winterfell and how she'll never see it again. And he's like, if you want to build a better home, you have to demolish the old one first, which sounds forewarning and very ominous. I don't like what he said there. <laughs> I know. <laughs> was not a fan of that. No, definitely not. So then he asks, she asks Baelish, again the real reason he killed joffrey and he's like i loved your mother and then he grabs sansa and plants one on her plants one on her no yeah which like this would have been a romantic kiss if like she wasn't a child yeah yeah if she was like his age yeah because it was like the hot like head grab and Mm. like but but like she's a kid so i was like no get out of there i want nothing to do with this i'm signing out right now and then the camera pans and Aunt Liza sees. And now I'm so scared for Sansa. Yeah. <laughs> that bitch is crazy. I was like, oh, no. I was like, you know, this dude pays attention all the time. But this one time. Because <laughs> he's love, you know. It's uh, love. Is it love? I just think he's gross. <laughs> You're gross, Baelish. You're gross. So now we cut to Sansa, I don't know, a few minutes later, walking to the moon door room because Liza had beckoned her. Oh, no. And I was just like, oh, no. So and, now, and yeah. the moon door is open. It's open. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Liza's trying to intimidate her. She asked Sansa, you know, how, how far down do you think that is? And then she, she starts intimidating her. And I was like, Sansa, just push her. Yeah, right. <laughs> just get rid of her. And just break her knees. Yeah. <laughs> and Aunt Liza eventually loses her shit. She's like, I saw you with him. Anyone who stands between me and Peter will die. Yeah. She starts just losing it. I was like, oh my God. Aunt and then she's Liza. like screaming at Sansa. And then she even gets Sansa like on the floor, like yeah. her head over the moon door. And I'm like, yeah. oh jeez. I was like, oh, no. I was like, this can't be how Sansa And not goes even out. like, yeah. So like, it's, it's not even like, you think if you knock somebody down, they're lying on their back, but she knocks Sansa down so that her face is looking down into the ground. Yeah. So she can see how far down she would fall if she, goes so that's not fun now sansa's scared of heights yeah oh, i would so be. am i <laughs> i'm afraid of heights so, so then Baelish Baelish comes comes out. oh wow yeah Jinx. and he's he stops it and he's like i'll send her away if that makes you feel better and then they're like talking and like so the way they're standing is like liza's in front of the moon door and Baelish has his hands on her shoulders and mm-hmm. i was like oh he's gonna do it i was like he might push her and then they're talking and whatever and he's like the only woman I've ever been in love with was your sister and, and pushes, pushes her. her. And I was like, bro, he did that. <laughs> Whoa. But that's such a dirty way to go. Oh, for sure. To be like, by the way, your sister's hotter than you. <laughs> and then you die. Yeah. You're in love with me. But like, I think you suck. Yeah. <laughs> by the way, you're ugly. Yeah. Like that's, that's rude. <laughs> it's like when you have a crush on someone and they're like, and they find out and they're like, oh, she's cool. But like, she's not that cute. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, but your friend though. <laughs> but yeah, so she dies like so sad. <laughs> Are you sad? No, I'm not. <laughs> she needed, she needs help, but now she doesn't need it anymore. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> so that episode ends. That that's the end like, of that episode. And I was like, whoa. And yeah. I was like, I have to start the next episode. <laughs> so episode eight is the mountain and the viper. Yep. Which. I, I was like, oh, like the Mountain of the Viper, like maybe that's Mountain 
Auburn. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we started in Moletown. Yep. And do you remember that lady who was like creeping me out when she was talking to Gilly when they first got there? No, but is that that woman? That's that drunk okay. lady. And she kind of reminds me, do you remember? So there's this bar I don't go to anymore because there's this one oh, lady, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. one, there's one lady who's always there and she's always a hot mess and that she reminds me of this lady oh it's fun <laughs> it's not though i was just like ugh. <laughs> she's like she's burping a song for the guys to guess yeah and truly that's what my belches strive for yeah me me too like i wish i could do that yeah and just to burp on command i used to be able to do that I don't me know too. If I the only can. thing i could do is like a little eh, kind of thing Blech. like a little like level two burp and not like a real burp oh eventually but, it builds up yeah it does to, like the big burps so like we follow her back to gilly's room and then she goes up to gilly and was like you know your baby woke me up this morning why don't you quiet it down before i quiet it for you and then gilly's like don't you dare bitch it's a baby yeah calm down and also this has all been one take so far yeah it was a very fun like going from outside to inside to like upstairs to following her over to gilly i love that i love following characters through rooms yeah so she's she basically just picks on gilly because gilly is a wildling then we hear some like hooting gilly's like shut up and And she's she's like, like it's just owls and she's like, no, it's not. You ding dong. So we got to outside and the wildling group made it to Mole's town. They did. And I'm like, Sam, you left Gilly here because you thought she would be safe. No. We've already established that Sam does not have the best judgment. Whoops. <laughs> <laughs> but then so Tormund slices some guy's throats and now Ygra is there just shooting people at random. Ygra is brutal she's, in this she's scene. She's going. She just goes right through and just slashing through Everyone. she's got a combo going yeah yeah she's, she's got going a kill streak yeah. that's what it's called <laughs> yeah so she ends up into that little like inn or whatever mm-hmm. and she hears the baby and sees gilly and just like puts her like lips up to like she does a shh thing and then she walks away yeah and i was like oh thank god yeah egret still has a heart I was like, oh, okay. Okay, but what's gilly, crazy is after so we get a shot of um so it's gilly's like hiding on the ground egret standing over her of course mm-hmm. so then we see the reverse shot of gilly looking at egret as she walks away and then you see the blood dripping down from upstairs yeah so that's crazy who bleeds that much was it from upstairs or was it that lady that she had just speared through the wall before that? I think it was from upstairs because it was coming through the ceiling. Oh, I thought it was coming through a wall. Whoops. I mean, I, I bet it was coming through a wall too. Probably. We're both right. Yeah. There's just <laughs> a lot of blood happening. So then we cut from that scene mm-hmm. to Castle Black and yep. Sam's in tears. Not happy about <laughs> because, his decisions. Yeah, because he's like, they just find out Moletown was attacked, which like news travels really fast. It does. <laughs> so he's like, she's dead i put her there it's my fault i it's killed her and a baby I, little her and little sam like she he's in tears and the other guys are like she's probably fine like she survived so much bad stuff already yeah craster the white walkers the truck to the castle like she might be still alive yeah she's she'll be okay so that's a supportive group of friends yeah. i like that but they're like they made it to molestown like castle black is next yeah and then they're talking about like how are 102 men gonna stand up to a hundred thousand yeah so then one of the friends is like well whoever dies last just be a good guy and burn us all so that i don't come back because if i die i want to die i don't want to <laughs> come back again <laughs> and like i fully understand the sentiment but again you can't go in with a losing mindset right because then you're just gonna you should you should just like um what's that word well i mean it's realistic because like each one of those dudes would have to like kill 100 people that's true which is a lot yeah but <laughs> don't you want to try at least because you should just you should just give up now yeah right you know whoops uh guess they should they should have gone out recruiting while um, a little bit while john was you know at craft yeah. keep but whatever yeah. <laughs> no big so oh, man what if like what if the ladies from Craster's Keep, what if they have a Shrek moment? And you remember <laughs> the scene where like Snow White and all the other princesses come, come back out. to save the day? Yeah. <laughs> That'd be so much fun. So cute. <laughs> and then they have to do it too. What was the song that they did that to? Oh, I don't remember. Uh, it was badass though. It was. It was such a fun scene. Oh, I have wait. to watch that one again. Wasn't that the like, third one? Maybe. We'll have to watch that again. Okay. So anyway, to Maureen and the unsullied are bathing yeah they're like playing around a little river mm-hmm. having 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 some fun yep. and then over on the other side of the river is like the ladies yep and gray worm is checking out miss sandy and she's like there she's cleaning her clothes and she's all nudies and then she sees him staring at her yeah she kind of stares back yeah but like he's like all in with just like his eyes yeah out of the water and she's like out of the water so you can see everything yeah and then she stands up to show him everything but then she covers up yeah but like she like shows him 
everything and not yeah. in like a in like a um presenting way and not in a like oh my god you're looking at me way yeah not like oh check out my hot bod it's like oh you're looking at me <laughs> here i am <laughs> it was like awkward but yeah. like not awkward yeah yeah it was like intimate but not at the same time yeah so then we cut to miss sandy and daenerys um daenerys is like playing Doing with her, her hair. hair yeah it's so very cute. cute and they start talking about boys very slumber party yeah specifically they start talking about gray worm yes and so they're talking and miss sandy says like she saw him and whatever like whatever and daenerys asks if when they castrate the unsullied story so- soldiers if they take all the bits or just like some of them like if their whole pillar and stones are removed <laughs> and i was like that's a fun way of saying that daenerys. that is but also none of your business <laughs> you know Everyone is very preoccupied with people's with bits. bits. Yeah. Yeah. So um, we cut from the slumber party scene to Grey Worm catching up to Miss Sandy in like that yes. main room. Because I'm going to rewind a little bit. Just mm-hmm. because Daenerys is like, oh, well, he's not interested in what lies beneath a woman's clothes. And, and Miss Sandy's like, nah, bitch, he was looking, looking at me. Yeah. And she's like, oh. She's like, he might be interested. And Miss Sandy's like, yes, I'm telling you that. Which like, honestly, good for him. Yeah. <laughs> He's choosing right. Yeah. He's making a good choice here. She's great. Yeah. <laughs> and she would be great for him. They'd be great for each other. Yeah. So now we're in that whole, in that, I guess, what room are they in? I guess like the throne room. Yeah. I wanted to call it that, but I wasn't sure if it really, if it's called the throne room yeah, outside I, of Westeros. I don't remember if there's like a chair in there yeah that's where daenerys <laughs> does all of her talking to people it's the main room yeah it's the main hall but so we're there yeah and gray worm catches up to miss sandy to like apologize for staring at her while she's naked mm-hmm. and they just keep talking about it and she's like no you're fine yeah <laughs> and then she says that she's sorry that he got castrated and then he's like basically he's like well if that never happened then i wouldn't be here with you today he has a really great attitude he does <laughs> and so they just keep talking and I'm like, they like each other. They do. Because she's like, I'm, he apologizes again. She's like, well, I'm glad you saw me. And I'm like, Ugh. Yeah, I'm rooting for them. Yeah. And I'm like, but I'm sure they feel like they can't be together and it kills Ugh. me. And I'm like, if you care about someone, show them. No matter if you have bits or not. <laughs> it doesn't even matter. They can make something work. Yeah. They'll figure it out. Hold hands. It's yeah. fine. Oh, that's a little too intimate. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I'm like, oh, this kills me. (laughs) If we don't see them married by season eight, we're rioting. Yeah. (laughs) So now we're back into the mountains with Ramsey and Theon. Yeah. Ramsey's going over his plan again and testing Theon's loyalty. And I'm sad now. After just being so happy for other people. Now I'm sad. (laughs) Because you're like, oh, yeah, Theon's like traumatized yes poor guy so then ramsey says you know remember who you are and who you're not bring me moat kaylin so now i have a question yeah the name moat kaylin mm-hmm. do they just decide to name people after things <laughs> <laughs> like what's the deal with that are we gonna meet like a mill and a sundial and well it and could tree? also be it could also be like someone named something kaylin built the moat Ah. Because usually places are named after I thought places. the person's name was Moat Kalen. No, it's a place. Uh. They're taking, the place that they're taking is Moat Kalen. Well, then he can't bring him anything because it's land. Bring him, <laughs> bring, like, because they're there to get the Ironborn out I know, of there. yeah. So we, Lord Bolton has control of the North. It's stupid. So Ramsey sucks. He doesn't mean to like physically bring him. <laughs> Unearth this land and give it to me. <laughs> Just take Mo Caitlin and push it over here. Yeah. <laughs> so now Theon is riding a horse all lonesome through no man's land where there's a bunch of dead men towards Moat Caitlin. Gross. And then a guard asks who he is. Then we see him kind of like swallow because he's going to crack. Mm-hmm. But then we cut straight to him going inside. So I guess he passed his test. <laughs> so then he walks up to some guy named Kenning who runs the garrison and explains who he is. You know, I'm Theon, I'm blah, blah, blah. And Bolt's, Bolton's army took me, but and I need you to... to um, all these dudes in here are in bad shape. They're all like half dead. Yeah. They're sick. Yep. They're like... Hungry. Yeah. This Kenning can like barely stand up on his own. Yep. Yeah. So, so then, yeah, Theon points out like, your guys are outnumbered. Like, you may as well just surrender now. Like, we'll keep you alive. We'll treat you well. They've treated me well. And then Kenning collapses. And then gets right back up and then he spits blood in Theon's face because only a whipped dog would speak this way. And he's not wrong. He's not. He's like, I will not yield. <laughs> but then that triggers Theon and he starts shaking and muttering, my name is Reek, my name is Reek. And I'm like, 
He's like, what are you muttering on about? Yeah, he starts to like break character. Yeah. So then one of Kenning's guys, Axe murders him in the head. Yeah. And he's like, cool, cool, cool. So like if we surrender, we live? Like we can leave, right? Like we can go home? Yeah. Yeah, we can do that. So then Theon collects himself enough to say, yeah. Yeah. And he's like, all right, like we'll do that. We're going to yield. And I'm like, I don't think this is going to be this easy. Yeah. Like Ramsey's a psychopath. Yep. Yeah. And I'm immediately proven right. I hope you closed your eyes and actually (laughs) listened to me. (laughs) 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 Yeah. I saw it real quick and then I turned my head. Okay, good. Because what happens next is we get a nice good shot of a skinned human. Yeah. Because Ramsey says that flaying is still in. Because that's also like Bolton's, that's on their their flag. Their flag, yeah. So that's their thing is just skinning people, which is insane. Flaying. Flaying. Awful. So then now we cut to Baelish talking to Lord Royce and two others. This is back in the Vale now. This yeah. is no longer with the skinned people. Gross. Good. So Let's get away as far away as from As quick that. as possible. <laughs> yep. So yeah, we're back to the Vale. Baelish is talking to Lord Royce and two others about where he's from and Liza's death and he's calling it a suicide and they're like, oh. And the lady, what's her name? Did you get her name? I did not get her name. Okay. So the old lady. She was like, yeah, Liza was weird, but she wouldn't kill herself because she loved her son too much. Yeah. And all of them are like, you just married her and she's already killed herself. Like, yeah, I find it funny how (laughs) I just think it's funny that like (laughs) you've been married for like two days. It's just like a little convenient that. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So I guess Baelish didn't really plan that out, did he? Whoops. I mean, it was a spur of the moment kill. It, It was extremely clean kill. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then they said that they hear that there was a witness, a girl. So they bring in Sansa and she says, you know, her name is Aline and then she's Baelish's niece. Well, they and, say that. Yeah. And then well, she, she agrees. And then she's like, I will tell you the whole truth and everything. So she reveals her identity and then talks about how she was tortured in King's Landing and that Baelish was the one who saved her and was like her only friend or whatever. And she ends up telling an amazing story and gets like so emotional. And it's a lie. Yeah. And yeah, well, I mean, everything's like the truth up until like until she, it's a lie. <laughs> yeah, and then she ends up lying and and says that Aunt Liza killed herself in like a jealous rage or whatever. Yeah, because she saw Baelish peck her on the cheek, which is a lie. A lie. So she basically ends up lying and is like, "Yeah, Liza killed herself." Yeah. So now that she freed Baelish, now that means that they're technically even, right? I guess. So that means she can get out of there? <laughs> I hope. I don't think he'll let her leave. I know. <laughs> so now we cut after this this whole council meeting. So now Baelish and the council are talking about how, you know, he is actually loyal and how dare that. Not re- That's not really a fight, but like they're like, oh, man, I'm sorry that we had to go through that. And he's like, no, I get that. You want justice and stuff. Yeah. So and then, then they start talking about Robin mm-hmm. and how like to be the Lord of the Vale, he should go out and like learn stuff. Like how to ride a horse and to hold a sword. Yeah. And the one guy's like, yeah, I mean, he can learn something since he's been attached to his mom's boobs. Since he was 10. Gross. Cut to the Unsullied. Mm -hmm. They're taking the master's bodies off the posts and a little boy delivers a letter to Barristan. Like it's a quest starting. Yeah. It's got a little handprint seal. It does. So I was like, oh, the hand Hand of the the king. king. So yeah, we don't see what the letter says, but we get a dramatic dolly in it and an ominous look to the distance. Yeah. So that means something. That's a heavy look. Yeah, it is. So he goes up to Jorah. Yeah. The letter was a royal pardon signed by Robert Baratheon. That (laughs) just came like way too late. Yeah. How did it get to Marine? (laughs) So late. Yeah. (laughs) Barristan says that Jorah will never be alone with Daenerys again because Jorah just wants to like kind of. So Barristan man to man went to Jorah first before telling Daenerys. Yeah. So then Jorah was like, let me speak to her alone first. Because basically he finds out from the letter that Jorah spied on Daenerys. Yes. Or like that's what he's inferring from the pardon. So Jorah gets called into the main hall and Daenerys asks him why he received a pardon signed the year they met. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's a while. (laughs) (laughs) And she is pissed she's mad she's mad so he ends up telling daenerys that he told varus when she and her brother met called rogo when they got married when her brother died when she was carrying his baby so she's he's the reason that she almost got poisoned that one time and he's like oh but i stopped you from drinking it she's like but you knew but it was gonna happen i almost got poisoned because of you yeah dick so then she sends him back to King's Landing to collect his pardon and he yeah. tries to reach out to her and she's like, don't ever presume to touch me or speak my name again, bitch. Yeah. She kicks him out of the club. Yeah. You're out. Yeah. Get out of here. He's got to go. <laughs> so he's very sad and being broken up with. So mm-hmm. then we just see him kind of on the road leaving town. 
We cut back to Ramsey and Bolton in the fields. Yeah. And Ramsey's like, hey, got you moat Caitlin. Caitlin. <laughs> or Caitlin. Yeah, moat Caitlin. Yeah. Depends on the day. <laughs> so then Ramsey and Bolton take a walk and it's very, everything the light touches is ours. <laughs> that's north. That's north. That's not north. That's north. <laughs> and guess what? I own the north. Yay. So then Bolton gives Ramsey a paper saying that Ramsey is now a Bolton. So that's kind of cute if he wasn't a psychopath. He is a psycho, but he gets like really emotional about yeah. it. He's like, I swear to you, I will, I'll bring honor to your name. He's like, you're He's Ramsey very proud. Bolton. Yeah. Yeah. And also the scene is very windy. So I really want to know how they recorded the sound. Because <laughs> if I was doing that, it would just be... <laughs> <laughs> and it'd be ridiculous so funny yeah so now the boltons march off towards the castle and we cut back to the veil yes and baelish is visiting sansa in her room and he's like so why'd you help me and she's like well if they would have taken you away then what would they have done with me yeah and he's like so you bet on somebody you know rather than somebody you don't but do you really know me and she's like i know what you want and, and I'm he's like, like what is that and i'm like ew don't say it like that <laughs> But she knows. She knows. He wants everything. Ugh. <laughs> and now we cut to Arya and the Hound. They're walking through the mountains to the Vale. And they're bonding over Joffrey's death. Mm-hmm. Cute. They're like, well, I would have paid to see it. Yeah. <laughs> and then Arya's like, well, if I was the one killing him, I would have done it this way. Yeah. And then they're like going through like, like that valley. That past. Yeah. And I was like, oh, they're almost at the Eyrie. Oh! What if it's this episode? Ah. <laughs> And then they um, catch up to the soldiers who like guard the gate. Mm-hmm. They're like, this is Arya Stark. Like she's here to see her aunt. And they're like, your aunt died three days ago. And then Arya starts laughing hysterically. <laughs> yeah. Because she's like, oh, of course. Because she, course. I feel like if anybody understands the concept of irony, it's Arya. Because <laughs> it keeps <laughs> happening to her. Yeah. So then we cut from like Arya like cracking up to inside the Eerie mm-hmm. where Baelish is giving Robin a pep talk about leaving. Mm-hmm. And Robin's like, but my mom told me I never leave. And he's like, well, your mom's not here, so you're out. <laughs> yeah. Well, she left, so you got to go too. Yeah, you got to like learn stuff. Yeah. And Baelish is like, don't worry about dying. Worry about living. And I also kind of respect that. Yeah. You know, I don't like him, but I respect that sentiment. Yeah, exactly. You know? He's like, you have to see the world. Spread your wings. Fly, Robin, fly. <laughs> <laughs> and then Sansa comes in. Wearing new new threads. Yeah, new threads. A form-fitting dress. Yeah. And it's black so it's dark on like all of her other clothes uh-huh and i was like oh okay so this is sansa's like character big character change moment mm-hmm. she's <laughs> evil now yeah <laughs> but baelish is looking at her too much and i don't like it yeah he's like checking her out too hard yeah. i'm like ew i don't like that but Stop. let's go to king's landing yeah where jamie's visiting Tyrion again yep. and his scar on his face changed again did it i didn't notice yeah. but i sh- i guess i should get off these little details because i mean <laughs> it has to be hard for the makeup department to stay consistent i mean that's part of their job yeah true but <laughs> you know who am i what do i know the little things yeah so Tyrion's having anxiety about auburn dying and then him dying yep and i'm like he's like freaking out and i'm like oh god so, so they start talking about their cousin orson who had an affinity for smashing beetles because he was also dropped on his head as a baby so he was what they call simple quote unquote simple yes yeah which seemed very mean but you know whatever i mean at least they used that they term handled it yeah versus other ones other yeah so Tyrion apparently used to observe him and was just like obsessed with why his cousin spent all day every day just smashing beetles mm-hmm. and he's like but why and he went on this whole thing but like i went to the library they don't write about simple people they only write about great people so i had to go back and observe him and it was this whole like five minute monologue that had no answer So it better come in handy later. Because I was like, why am I so into this? There's no actual resolution to this. Yeah, I was like, this is definitely going to be something that comes up later. It better. Oh, man. So then it gets dramatic because the bells toll. So it's time for the fight. Yeah. And we see a beetle. So I'm like, oh, God. So Auburn, we get to Auburn. He's drinking some wine. He's so confident. And I'm like, please win. Yeah. (laughs) You got this. You got this, Auburn. He's on it. Yeah. He's like, I always drink before a fight. Yeah, he gives a he gives Alaria a little kiss. Mm-hmm. He's like, that's her name. I forgot yeah. her name. So the mountain comes out and she's like, you're fighting that. He's huge. 
he's huge and Auburn's like mm, i'm not fighting that i'm gonna kill that yeah and so, Tyrion's like can you stop drinking wine can you nah, focus <laughs> no nah, this is me yeah so then they call the battle and the mountain enters the pit and then Auburn comes spinning in with some flashy crowd work yeah he's got a spear he's like so cool yeah which is like boy focus you yeah. got you got a job to do here can you not get dizzy before you're getting into yeah, a fight <laughs> imagine he's already getting a little tipsy yeah so then Auburn spends the whole fight saying you will confess to killing my sister you raped her you killed her you killed her children the whole fight and it's a very fun like fight scene it's pretty actiony i thought it was a really well done fight yeah. scene and like he just he gets like more and more passionate through the fight and yeah. i was just like go i was cheering for him so hard yeah they both get good knocks on each other yeah so then eventually the mountain does end up on the ground and auburn's like no 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 you're not dying yet until i get a confession yep so then Auburn gets a little too close to the mountain mm-hmm. and ends up getting knocked down while the mountain's on the down. Yep. So then the mountain gets on top of him and is like, yeah, I killed her. Yeah, I raped her. Yeah, I killed her kids. And I smashed her head in and I did it like this. And the whole time he's saying that, he's got his, his thumbs gouging out Auburn's eyes. So yeah. Auburn is screaming. And then, and then what happens? He explodes his head. Like a hands. watermelon. Yeah. I screamed. <laughs> I was like, oh! <laughs> and <laughs> before this moment, the whole entire fight, Jamie is having the time of his life. Yeah, he's like, this is great. He loves this. He looks over to Cersei. She's not happy because the mountain is kind of losing. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, right, right, right. Mm-mm. He's like, I wish we had some old-timey popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> so, Alaria. Oh, wow. So, Auburn dies. Alaria's devastated. I'm devastated. Tyrion is devastated. Yeah. So He like, gets sentenced to death now. Yeah. I liked Auburn so much. I liked him... A lot. But then I was like thinking about it and I was like, of course, they're not going to kill the mountain. They finally showed what he looked like. They gave us more like the hound story about him. So they're probably going to keep him around. So we learn more about yeah. him. And I'm like, F this dude. <laughs> How dare they? I liked Aubrin. He was so good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but that's that. Now we have a season finale episode. Yeah. Oh, I'm excited for that. Me too. <laughs> what do you think is going to happen? Uh, I hope I'm just i hope aria and santa i was gonna say if those stark girls yeah don't cross paths yeah right at least lock eyes i'll be you know so upset they're think- in the same place right i know now. they're so close they're like 10 feet away from each other <laughs> do you think bran will make it to that tree um, or to was he going to a tree or like to the- he's going north to find the tree yeah do you think he's gonna find the thing he's looking for i feel like by season six <laughs> or actually you know what there oh, are two no, episodes yeah. left hmm because I'm wondering, like, if you think about it story-wise, what storylines are we tying up? Uh. <laughs> so, like, is anything going to happen with Ramsey and Theon? I feel like something big has to happen there. Yeah. Because I keep hearing that he has a really good arc. Yeah. Or arch, whatever. Arc, I think. Arc. So, like, does something big happen with him? Yeah, because I heard Theon turns into, like, a really great character. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, when? Or does that <laughs> happen later? And uh. then... It's all about the Stark Girls for me. That's all I can think about. Brienne and Pod, they gotta, they gotta go somewhere. Oh yeah, maybe they'll catch up with them. Maybe. Yeah. Oh, because they are headed to the Vale. Mm-hmm. Mm, how far is that from King's Landing? Oh, I don't know. Or actually, from that inn that they were at. They'll be there soon. Yeah. Everyone seems to move super quick in this yeah. world. <laughs> oh, and then the Wildings are gonna come to Castle Black. Yeah. So we're gonna see a John Egret reunion. Oh, I she's think gonna, gonna kill him. Yeah, she might kill him. She's gonna kill him. <laughs> Ooh, that'll be fun. Yeah. I mean, like, not fun, but fun. You know? <laughs> It'll be fun to see this battle. Yeah. Whoop. But, you know, I guess we won't know until we watch it. Oh, uh, man. Okay. Yeah. Fair. So catch us on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn, Podbean, Google Play, Late to the Party. Yay. And Chowdy Media on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Yay. That's it. Bye. Bye.